0: Welcome to Bonus Stage, a chill video game podcast with two chill friends. I'm Emily Cardamus.
1: And I'm Kevin Bobbitt.
0: Let's stab some bugs, like in Dark Souls. Dark Souls is a video game. (laughs) Dark Souls. Every game's like Dark Souls. Apparently, we're the Dark Apparently Souls Crash of podcasts.
1: Emily, how are you?
0: I'm alive,
1: which is it's, it's been a it's been a minute.
0: It's been a hot minute. Um, I'm playing Pokemon Go again, which is like seems like kind of like a cry for help in terms of how my life is going.
1: I mean. Look, I'm not gonna say I haven't installed on my phone, but that new game is coming out for Switch, and I like want to get some stuff that you can't get in the game. Mm-hmm. Cause they were like, I was watching the thing, and it was like, oh man, these Alolan forms are gonna be in the game, but you have to send them from Pokemon Go because right. they're not gonna be in the base game. I was like, well, I have to get an Alolan Raichu for this game. Like that's there's no excuse. Oh, that to have there's this.
0: no question about that. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I was very excited because I just needed something, like, silly and fun to do, and then I found out from, like, a local friend of mine that there's actually still, like, a really strong Pokemon Go community uh, in my area, so it's like, oh, cool, like, that's something I'm gonna look into, but... I just, like, went for a walk, and I caught a Pikachu that had sunglasses on, and I'm like, this is the best game of all time! (laughs) (laughs) I was like, a Pikachu, and I had sunglasses on, and I'm like, sold. I've done it. This is the- this- we don't need to make any more video games.
1: Jesus. Oh my god. No, I mean, they had the- what was the- it was like some special event at the beginning of summer, Mm -hmm. where you could get squirtles with sunglasses. Yes. And they would evolve into Blastoise with sunglasses. Yes! But they weren't the Squirtle Squad sunglasses? No!
0: <laughs> well, like, when they became the Blastoise, they be- they got, like, the round sunglasses. And it's, like, a very... They- they- it became very stylish. Um,
1: but Squirtle didn't have the Squirtle Squad sunglasses. Oh, it that's doesn't? A very... that's, a- that's a big... Like, it had sunglasses, <gasps> but they were, like, round sunglasses. Oh, was, I like, thought... This is a very missed opportunity.
0: Yeah! Oh, you gotta give them the Kamina uh, sunglasses, you know? That's what you, that's what you need. But no other than that, I mean, it's just been like, life in general. I don't play video games, except for this podcast. Dude, I, I don't have time. It's
1: rough, man. I've had no time to play any games. Like, I got Octopath, and I've been playing that. <sighs> um, Like, when I can. But, like, I've had, like, no time really since like, the week it came out.
0: Yeah. I I keep telling myself, I keep telling myself, like, oh if, if I finish this project, if I get this editing done, if I get this comic done, I'm gonna treat myself, I'm gonna buy Octopath. Uh, and then I never, and then I don't. Because part of me is, like, oh, Gen Con's coming up, I should save money for Gen Con so that I can buy, like, a disgusting amount of board games and dice and other paraphernalia. Um, <laughs> and... And it's like, I could just also buy Octopath. I'm an adult who can, like, choose what I want to do with my disposable income. But for some reason, mm-hmm. I feel like I can't.
1: Yeah, I feel that, like, because I'm going back to Texas again in uh, September. Mm-hmm. And then I look and I was like, oh man, the Mega Man X collection came out on Switch, and I really want that because mm-hmm. I want to play X4. Uh, you can just buy the X of like the basic X collection on the eShop for twenty bucks. But I was like, I
0: need that money for Texas. Yeah, yeah. Because
1: it's like it's for me and Katie's anniversary, so like, it's gotta be like a big thing. Uh,
0: the woes of being an adult with like independent income, but then it means you like, have you have to be responsible about it.
1: I'm trying, Ugh. man. I'm trying. What like, if... I'm, I have, like, no games I'm buying the rest of the year, <laughs> except for, uh, I, I'm getting the Let's Go Eevee, and, uh, and they just announced today, because I was going to import this, mm-hmm. the new Taiko Drum Master game is actually getting localized, and it's been, like, 10 years since one of those games got localized. Oh my gosh! But it's, it, they're they're localizing the PS4 and the Switch version.
0: Oh my god, I'm so excited.
1: So, I'm going to pick that up on Switch, because, yeah. yeah.
0: That's, like, the only game I would ever play at anime cons in the arcade, were those games. Dude, like, those are the Every
1: MacFest because they, they have two systems set up. Every MAGFest, yeah. I played Tycho Drum Master for, like, half an hour.
0: Yeah, I remember the first time I ever played one of those, and I was, like, I was blown away at the fact that there were, like, anime songs on it. I was like, what?! Uh-huh. I can play oh, the, Cruel oh, Angel's the Thesis? No, songs
1: on here. Yeah,
0: like, I can... Like, I think they even had, um... I think they even had Tank on one of them. Which was, like, uh-huh. really... Like... like, Which was hard. I remember failing at it. But... Because it's just too many beats, and I'm slow. Uh, I don't have that quick hand-eye coordination. But still, it was good. Oh, now I'm gonna have to pick that up for Switch. No, I think like outside yeah. of um yeah, outside of the new Pokemon game that's coming out, uh which I know oh it's called Let's Go, Let's Go, Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee. Um, mm-hmm. which I'm just gonna call Eevee Wear Hat because that's all I care about, is that Eevee wear hat? Eevee can wear hat. So I'm,
1: uh... I <laughs> So I had pre-ordered it on Amazon because Amazon doesn't charge you for pre-orders. Sure. Like until it ships. Until it out. ships, but yeah. Then, like I, I looked. I wanted the like the Go Plus thing, mm-hmm. but I was like, it's sold out on Amazon. Mm-hmm. and I can't pre-order it. So I went. On, I went to GameStop one day to to trade in some stuff, and they were like, "Oh, do you want to pre-order something?" Uh, and I was like, "There's not much coming out. Like, like the one thing I want, like you can't pre-order it anymore." They're like, "Oh, what is it?" I was mm-hmm. like, "I wanted to get." Pokemon Let's Go Eevee, but I wanted to go plus with it. They're like, well, they're like, well, let's check the system and they're like, oh, well, you can still pre-order the the bundle. It saves you like $10. I was like, sold. Here's $5 on this game. (laughs) I'll come get this in three months. Yep.
0: This is mine now. Yeah, I think outside of that, and because uh, Octopath's out, um, which honestly, I now that the more I think about it, the more I might just buckle after we're finished recording and buy it and play it for it's, the rest of the night. Because um, I need I'm you, it's I need a goddamn so break. <laughs> um, uh, I was just, like trying to think of other things that are coming out, and they're all books. Oh, uh, Jackbox Party Pack Five. That's the only thing I care about, <laughs> oh, <laughs> which comes yeah. out in the fall, uh, and it's gonna be good. Madverse City uh, looks so fucking good.
1: <laughs> it looks so good. Uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I think that's the, like like I think all I have really the rest of the year is games. Like yeah. like like two games, and that's like it.
0: Well, and I'm sure there'll like, be some indies that come out that I'll like not know anything about, yeah. like until they're out. And I'll be like, oh, this looks great, and then it becomes one of my favorite games or whatever. So or
1: whatever. Oh, Undertale! Shit,
0: Undertale for the Switch is coming out this year, isn't it?
1: Yeah, we still don't know when.
0: <sighs> Please.
1: You know what's weird? Please Dark Souls Nintendo. for the Switch supposed to come out in the summer, and the summer's almost over. Well,
0: we still got, like, one month. We got August. So as long as they do it by August, then I consider that a success.
1: Um, But there's, like, nothing else coming. Like, unless they announce something... Oh, Smash Bros. comes out this year. Right. Um, but, like, unless they announce, like, something at during the... The next Direct, which is probably going to be for the uh, Nintendo online service.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Unless they not something else, like, there's nothing else that I really want.
0: Yeah. I still have so many games I have to, like, beat all the way through, though, so I'm okay with that. I need some time to, like, catch up yeah. on everything.
1: Like, I'm going to finish Octopath, and mm-hmm. I, I picked up the uh, Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle game. Mm-hmm. It's actually very good.
0: Everyone keeps saying that, and I feel like I should just get it at some point because everyone well, says that Games it's I've great. Well, because
1: had it for twenty dollars, oh, so hell. like I was like, well, it was like it was like a weekend sale. I was like, well, yeah. this is a perfect time to go get this. And like I popped it in, I played for like three hours. Dang! <laughs> when I, got it. I was like, this is insanely good yeah. and really well well written.
0: Yeah, I'm like trying to think of like. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, any times when I have, like, travel coming up. So I could be like, ooh, I'll get a game for that. Like, like for, like, the plane or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I'm traveling to... I'm probably going to Seattle in January. So maybe I'll be, like... Maybe it'll be, like, a little, like, preemptive treat to myself to be like, ooh, I'll save it for then. And then I can, like, play it on the plane to Seattle. Because that's, like, a bajillion long hour flight, so. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'll have... I'll have, uh... Oh, and Mario Party's coming out this year, too. Shit.
0: Mm.
1: Um, but... There's too many video games. Uh,
0: Everyone needs to stop. Just so that I can catch up.
1: But I'll get, um... I'll have, uh, whatchamacallit for the plane, uh, Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Mm-hmm just cuz like that's that's an easy I can just like turn that on and like play it for like an hour and turn it off exactly with octopath like I have to set time to play that
0: sure yeah it's like I have to really you have to really dig into octopath because it's you know that's just the nature of a jrpg
1: thankfully it continue it continues after the after the prologue demo so mm,
0: which I never downloaded so
1: <laughs> oh, oops i played all three of those hours and got to my third character mm-hmm. and i picked up the new game Continued right where I was. I
0: still haven't decided which character I'm going to start with yet. Um,
1: I started with I started with Haunted, the uh, the Hunter character.
0: That's what I was thinking of. Is that the one who also like talks in like oldy Englishy? <laughs>
1: Yes, and I'm so glad the rest of the game does not talk like that. that was <laughs> Why so is it just that character? That's
0: so weird. It's,
1: I have no, it's like her and like the town she's in and all the people talk like that. So... Nobody else talks like that in the game. That's
0: such a strange creative choice. I mean, I appreciate, I can like dig it, but. I
1: appreciate it, but like, I didn't need this.
0: <laughs> right. Ugh.
1: But I also changed all the voices to Japanese after I found out you could do that.
0: Oh, fair. I just remember when I played the demo and I think I talked about this earlier, there's like one child that sounds like Angus McDonald, and I'm like, Oh, that's Angus. <laughs> I need this Angus MacDonald child in my life.
1: Yeah, speaking of the adventure zone, shout out to them. The graphic novel is out. It's very good.
0: It's so good. Y'all, I know that we're a video game podcast, and we're just kind of, like, riffing right now, but if you haven't picked up the adventure... D&D counts. If you haven't picked up the Adventure Zone graphic novel, uh, which is the first arc of the Adventure Zone balance arc that they did, so it's called Here There Be Gerblins, it is so friggin' good. Like, it's, it's adapted amazingly. The art is incredible. Carrie Peach deserves every ounce of recognition and, and they're, love. And
1: they're number one New York bestseller. Number
0: right one now. New York bestseller. I'm so, like, I barely, like, I'm just so proud. I'm so happy and so proud of these
1: uh, yeah.
0: people who made a really cool I, I bought
1: myself a copy. Oh, I pre-ordered myself a copy mm-hmm. when they first announced it. Uh, and then Katie got really into the Adventure Zone, so I was like, well, we're gonna order her a copy, and yeah. we both got our copy the same day. Uh, so we just, like, sat and read it together that's for a little so bit, sweet. which is really nice.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I goofed up and didn't order, like, the Barnes and Noble version that had, like, a poster in it and everything, um. um, which I'm very sad about, but there's a part of me that's wondering... I'm, like, considering taking my copy to Gen Con with me to get it signed mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. by Travis, but I don't know if I will. I just don't know if I'll have time. Um, and mm-hmm. it's, like, one thing I just, like, it's one of those things where I'm, like, it would it be cool? Yeah. Do I want to deal with that? I don't know. <laughs> That's, a, I mean. It's just a lot, you know?
1: <laughs> here's the thing. If there was a secret show, uh, is, there, is there a time after that secret show where you could do that?
0: What do you mean by secret show? I'm confused now. If there, was,
1: if there was a secret show that you've gone to twice now,
0: oh, I mean, okay, I could, but the problem is that at the secret show where I would have that opportunity, um, I won't have pockets or a bag. Mm. So you know that's okay. Though. I
1: mean, you could just, I mean, you could just hold it. Just...
0: <laughs> I don't want to carry it for the whole show. I want to be balancing. I mean... I'm going to be balancing a prop on my head the whole time look <laughs> i'm being so vague about this by the time this i'm giving i'm just giving you options <laughs> at this i appreciate point. it Ugh, should we talk about the video game that we're talking about
1: let's talk about the video game we're talking about this week uh, we played hollow knight yes uh, and it's it's such a good game mm-hmm. and i I've, i slept on it for so long cuz it was only on pc and it was on pc and mac and linux and mac and linux uh, which was weird, because it didn't come to consoles, mm-hmm. so I, like, I just never picked it up. Uh, but it came to Switch uh, this past June.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, like, it was E3 week, right? It was just like, like, like by the way, way
1: Hollow They showed it at E3, they were like, after the conference, this game was available to download. Yeah. I was like, well, I guess I'm getting this now. Uh, and it came with all the like the, like, the DLC um, for the game, which was real dope.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't really um, know about the game at all. Yeah. Um... I think I had seen it on, like, the Steam homepage, but I really didn't look, like, I, I had no knowledge of it before, until you were like, hey, we should pick this up for the show. And I was like, okay. Like, it was, it was, like, pretty cheap on St- It was like, what, it's like 15 bucks, right? Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's, like, pretty cheap on uh, the Switch. And I was like, sure. And, uh, it is probably now one of my favorite games of the year. So.
1: It's, so it's, it's a, it's a, it's weird because this game was kickstarted in 2014. Oh, okay. Uh, it raised over fifty seven thousand by the end of the Kickstarter, and so that gave them like partial funding for the game. Mm-hmm. And I guess the sales did amazing, where they got the the you know the the updates that came out.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Um, and it's a Metroidvania title, which is great. Like it's it's fantastic playing those kind of open ended games. It's but it's 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 strange because this is one of those games, and people hate when they when people do this. This game plays, it does play like Dark Souls, is, kind of.
0: Yeah. I, I think I remember right after buying it, doing a little bit of digging, and, like, seeing all these articles that were like, it's the Dark Souls of platformers, and I'm like, I don't, and and, and this was already after, like, I had seen the mechanic that, like, I guess would make people say that, but, I, I you know, outside of the, like, death mechanic, I don't it's, I mean, it's difficult, but I don't find it, like, insurmountably hard.
1: It's not, it's an, It's definitely not, it's definitely not. I think a lot of it comes from the whole, um, like you said, the death mechanic, mm-hmm. but also the, the whole, uh, the, 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 what is it called, the, the, the is it just called the souls? Um. Uh, the soul, the soul vessel.
0: Yeah, yeah, yes, the soul and vessel. And how that
1: functions. Functions how it kind of does in Dark Souls the three, flask. where for like yeah, for like your SS flask and like your your magic and everything mm-hmm. like that kind of works in the same kind of vein as a Dark Souls game, and the bosses feel very Mega Man y like Mega Man X yes. kind bosses. Yeah.
0: Should we give like a brief summary of like the the plot of this game a little bit before we get too deep in the weeds?
1: Sure. Yeah. Uh, so Hollow Knights is a 2D Metroidvania game. It takes place in the Hollow Nest. It's a fictional an- ancient kingdom where you, the player, controls an insect-like silent protagonist uh, while exploring the underground world, and you wield a nail, which is your cone-shaped side, uh, cone-shaped sword. Uh, it's a nail!
0: Prefer... Why is this wiki article doing? Like...
1: Yeah. Uh... And it uses, it uses it for both combat and for environmental interaction, which, like, the environmental interaction is, is really yeah. neat in this game. Yeah. So,
0: so basically, for kind of, like, a, 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 a an overview, you, you sort of come to this sort of hub... You have a hub town area where you can, like, buy stuff and, and you know, um, buy maps and that sort of thing. And then you can delve down into the underground, which has all of these different sections... Very much like Metroid, where you can travel to different areas and get different power-ups and that sort of thing, and you... Um, fight monsters and collect money, but also like power ups that can actually cha- changes how you can play the game. Like uh, basically, at one point, you get like a triangle jump power up that can you can triangle jump on walls and and all that you get sort of. Double the, jump. Yeah, you get double jump. You get kind of a dash mechanic. So as you play and as you beat bosses and and discover new areas, you also uh, find new abilities that like help you. Um. Uh. Progress through the game, and then the other big mechanic is that it kind of, again, sort of that's where the Dark Souls element comes in. If you die at any point, uh, you lose all your money, uh, and it become your like spirit is in the area that you died, and you can go back to that area uh, and sort of kill it, I guess, and like reabsorb it and get all of your money back. Um, Also, during that time, you have your, like, healing ability is sort of stunted. Um, You have this thing Mm -hmm. called, like, a soul vessel that helps you. You can use it to, like, replenish your health. Um, You can also use it later on, like, with, like, attacks and offensively. But when you die, it sort of gets broken. Um, And then you have to, until you um, get your spirit back, uh, it's, like, at half, like, uh, capacity, I guess, is the best way to put it. Mm-hmm. And then once you get your spirit back, it gets back to full capacity. Um, but basically, yeah, like, the whole point of the game is to you, like, delving through this area and sort of uncovering this mystery. I haven't beaten it yet, so, like, I'm sure there's, like, a big twist or something that I don't know about. So, but also I, like, don't want to give away too many spoilers <clears> of the game right. if, if they exist, so. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's mainly, like, a your main mechanic is just, like, fighting dudes with a big nail.
1: Yeah. Um, but it's, this. I want to say just out, out the gate, mm-hmm. the art style for this game is fantastic. It is. It's, it's detailed enough while also being very cartoony. Mm-hmm. Where like, this is something I could see like watching like shorts of if it was like a, like an internet thing.
0: Yeah. I was, I was initially worried when it started because like the backgrounds are so intricately and beautifully painted. And then you Mm -hmm. had like the, all the characters were kind of in like a simpler shell, cell shaded kind of style. Um, so Mm -hmm. I was initially like, wasn't sure how I would feel about it, but within like the hour I was like, Oh, I love this. It's, it, it flows so beautifully together. Um, and the way that the characters like interact with and reflect all of the different environments is really cool. Um, and like you said earlier, like you can like the, even though the like background elements and everything are like kind of in a more rendered and painted style, like you can destroy, uh, like just like walking through areas, you can like whip your nail around and like destroy bits of the environment. Um, and it's really fluid.
1: Uh, was, there was one thing i wanted to talk about oh so just because you mentioned the map earlier mm-hmm. and going with the whole insect theme with this and I, I thought about this when i when i was really playing and getting really deep into it
0: mm-hmm.
1: it feels like the map of this game is built kind of like an anthill mm, yeah when you really think about it yeah because it's like it, it goes it starts at the top where that's your hub town and then it goes with just does a ton of branches out through the rest of the the map and it yeah. feels just like and it feels like an anthill like when you really think about it
0: mm-hmm. yeah um, it, it does a really good job too of um never really making you feel like you're too lost um but
1: because it doesn't bind you to one path in the game, exactly
0: the exactly you can kind of explore but there's never a point There there are sometimes a couple points where I got that moment where I'm like, ooh, I've gone really deep in and I still haven't found the map for this area yet. Or, ooh, I haven't really sat down on a bunch yet and, like, saved and recorded this part of the map. I'm getting worried, you know? But other than Mm -hmm. that, um, it really does a good job of, like, making it feel like this really expansive place um, without getting you too uh, almost, like, in over your head, I feel like.
1: Yeah. No, I know exactly what you mean. Oh, man, I wish I could talk about a little bit of the that? story with this game. Huh? What? Hello? God, I can't hear you. Emily? Oh, no. Emily? Hello?
0: Oh. Wait, I heard you for a second.
1: Hello. Hey, okay,
0: there you are. I didn't hear I couldn't that hear was you.
1: Weird. That was really weird. Oh
0: no. I think we're still good though. I mean, like I'm still recording, so. I'm
1: still recording. What was the last thing you heard?
0: Uh, I just finished talking uh, actually I didn't hear you at all. Like I just finished talking about uh the like the like the map, like never feeling like you're getting lost. And then I like stopped and I didn't hear you say anything, so I thought you died. <laughs>
1: Okay, so I'm gonna count down, and we're gonna just keep going.
0: Yeah. Ready? Oh, oh, wait. Are we just? Are... We're
1: gonna keep recording, but like, just so I know where. Oh, okay. Ready? Yep. Three, two, one. No, so I completely understand what you mean. It's just the way the way this game just lays itself out is there's no real way to get lost, mm-hmm. because when you're traversing the map, the one thing you can always do is just go back up. Right. You know, because you need to get back to. I just I just had the name of the town, Dirtmouth. That's mm. what it is. You have to get back to Dirtmouth, right above the ruins. Uh, I definitely was about is... to call
0: it Yarnum, so like
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's not. It's the... just, it's because it it feels like a, like the Souls game. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's
0: the... Yeah, because it's it, mean, I, I... it's very well like all the characters too are like kind of I don't want to say like kind of depressing. But, like, it's obviously there's, like, sort of this, like, blight or this curse that has happened. Um, So you, like, run into, like, characters who are basically, like, either... Or, like, the monsters are, like, animated husks of, like, former, like, you know, citizens or whatever. Um, And they're all, like, these bug people. Um, And there's a lot of, like, this whole thing of, like, oh, people not being able to remember, like, what the town was like or... Or what happened before, because something has happened to the underground. Um, like, this. Like I think of, like, the stag beetle, who's, like, kind of your, like, main mode of transportation between areas in the game. Where it's, like, yeah. as you unlock new stations. Like, kind of like a, a bus system, like, for, for people who might not be aware. Um, as you unlock new stations, he'll be like, oh, yes, I remember this. Like, it was, mm-hmm. you know, this was the main central hub. Or, oh, you know, goods came through here a lot. Um, and, and it's really cool how when you move from area to area, you really get this whole different feel. Like just the other day, just maybe like last week, I finally got into like the city area of the underground, like before you were just mm-hmm. kind of going through like caves and stuff. Um, but I finally got to like the proper city area and it was like, I was there was this moment of like, oh, whoa, this is totally different. And like, this is really beautiful. Um, it's really cool how they're able to you know make so much of a different contrast between the areas but still make it feel cohesive.
1: Mhm. Um just real quick while while I'm looking at this I'm I want to talk about like kind of the how this game was released. Mm-hmm. So mm, in 2015 well uh, after the Kickstarter in 2014 the game reached the beta state in 2015 and they continued to do a bunch of stretch goals act actually afterwards. Um, after the beta came out. So it added some things like the Coliseum of fools and the abyss. Um, even without the, you know, the, those stretch goals being hit because they, the reception of the game did so well. Mm. Um, and it's crazy because we talked about the Nintendo Switch version, which is the version that we both have. Um, This version was actually announced in 2017, in January 2017. And it came out June 12th. Like, it came out during E3. This game was originally actually planned to come to the Wii U Hmm. in 2016. Um, But because the, the Wii U was, you know, near the end of its life cycle, Team Cherry, who is the developer to this game, decided to just, you know switch over to the new console Ayo. Everybody, <laughs> uh, and they wanted it to actually come out near the actual release window of the system but unfortunately because of some delays it didn't come out till 2018 sure. um but it's it's crazy in what in between all this time on August third, the first update came out. It was free up these and mind you, these were free updates. Like mm. I said DLC earlier, but they were just free updates to the game. Um, and the first the first update called Hidden Dreams came out, came out on August third of twenty seventeen, which gave us two new optional bosses, two new songs in the soundtrack, a new fast travel system, and a new stag station. Oh. Um, and you could find this content at any point in the game. Like, if there's no... You have to restart. You can just go into the game and you can find this content. And then, October of the same year, you got the second free expansion, which was called The Grim Troop, which added some more major quests, some more boss fights, new charms, which is kind of like your equipment in the game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There was new enemies, and there's also some additional content. And it also added support for Russian, Portuguese, and Japanese to the game.
0: Hmm.
1: And then... The third one came out. Like, they've, they've been killing this game.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Uh, in January 31st of this year, uh, the third expansion came out, which was called Gods and Glory. And that added more new characters, more boss fights, more music, and a new game mode. Um, oh, it's actually... That was just announced. It hasn't been released yet. It's actually coming soon.
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
1: Um, but also in April... Uh, this year 420 We, we, we uh, Team Cherry actually launched a, a full update to this game called Lifeblood which is like the version that we have um, and it was actually not planned to be part of this but it actually gave more optimizations uh, a color palette fix it did some bug fixes uh, and did some minor additions including a new boss fight so there's actually still an update coming to this game
0: that's cool. Just
1: another free update. This is yeah. what well, this game was originally released in 2015. So three years after this game launched.
0: Yeah, that's that's really it's really good of like a development team to really stick with. This it is
1: like and, like the, the shovel Knight version I was, of
0: yeah. I was about to say it's a very shovel night way of doing things where you're kind of still nursing this one game and really making sure it could be the best it can poss- possibly be. Yeah, Um, which is cool like it's cool that we're at a point in technology uh that can allow for those types of things to happen you know that because a lot of times before it was like oh here's your game like it's you Mm -hmm. don't get any changes if it's broken it's broken like no big, no problem not that it was broken before obviously these are all updates and and additions but you know it's like the fact that Games can now become, like, a living, more like living documents rather than sort of static, like, it's on a cartridge, this is what you get sort of thing, which I think is really yeah. cool.
1: Even, like, like there's two games like that I that I love, <coughs> one one of which I would love to do for this show. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Rogue, Rogue Legacy got its first update in four years the other day. Yeah,
0: yeah. Man, Rogue Legacy um, is a good
1: game. And then the, the game, another game I want to do for this show, which is Enter the Gungeon, mm. just got its big, massive free update that came um, called uh, Gungeons and Dragons," where it added Gosh. a bunch of D and D themed stuff to the game. Oh, cool! So then now there's like like a D twenty themed enemy. Um, where there's, like, these slimes, and they all do have, like, different attack patterns. Well, the D20 can, like, whenever it rolls,
0: mm-hmm. it'll do
1: one of the attack patterns for one of the enemies. Oh, cool. Um, and then, like, there's an enhanced version of the final boss in the game now. And it added this secret character. Not like, not like a playable character, but a secret character you can find. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, like, this blue bear. And it's, like, a big pun on Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, okay. Um, but when you find him and you unlock him and stuff... He'll like when you go back to the hub world, he'll ask you, like, hey, do you want to go fast? And if you say yes, it actually unlocks turbo mode in the game, so everything is two times faster in the oh, game. Oh jeez. Uh but it's 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 a roguelike game, it's all procedurally generated stuff. It's really fun. Mm-hmm. I it's it's an it's an extent it's astounding game, but it's great to see a game like that that's been out for a while. Yeah. Get a giant free update to every system it's been on. Mm-hmm. So it's it's, it's it's a testament to how games are done now. Like, even if you, like, look at No Man's Sky.
0: Right, I was about to Got say. Got its giant update. Yeah.
1: Where, was it, No Man's Sky, was it called Next or Next, something like Next,
0: I this? think. I wasn't, like, tapped into it, but, like, I, I've seen a lot of people talk about it, and I've seen a lot of really positive things about the update. And I think it's really good, especially in that scenario where you've gotten something that's kind of been... I never played it so I don't want to say unfairly panned. I think I think a lot of people's disappointment was justified, but I think the backlash was kind of a bit too much.
1: The backlash was bad. It was a bit I, too much was... for what it
0: was, which was a freaking video game. Yes. Um and yes. being made by human beings. Uh mm-hmm. but like the fact that like a those the fact that a those people weren't ever like dis I mean obviously discouraged, but like not yeah. discouraged enough to just completely abandon it. They actually went in and And tried to make updates and changes, and the fact that that seems to have done a really been a really kudos
1: to Sean Murray and his team for doing what they did.
0: Because I mean, if I was in his shoes, I would have been like, "Fuck it!" Like that
1: was one of the only instances in a in as long as I can think where you could request a refund from Sony for the digital version, Mm -hmm. and you could get the refund. Yeah. Cause there's no way to get a refund for a digital game, and they they were giving refunds yeah. for that game.
0: And, and like I think I think that's really cool, and I th- and like I said, I think it's cool that we can that we're in a in a point in game development now where games can be um, malleable, you know. So so if technology changes, or you know, devs want to keep building on their games, they have that opportunity, and that's really cool.
1: Um, but just before before we go before we wrap this up, I want I do want to touch on the sales for this game because this game did amazing. Yeah. Again, this is an, this is an indie title. Yeah. This is an, an indie title from an Australian game team. Uh, as of July 2018, this game has sold over one million two hundred fifty thousand copies. Ooh. This game, it, the game sold over five hundred thousand copies by November 2017, and surpassed one million in sales on PC platforms by July 11th. Before before, one day before releasing on the Switch, on the Switch, only two weeks after the launch, the game sold two hundred fifty thousand more copies.
0: Wow, that's a testament to how good, like how good the Switch is. That people are like, "Oh yeah, I want to buy for the Switch," (laughs) and also how good this game is.
1: that I mean, there was there was a clamor for getting this thing on a console and it, yeah. it's here and it's it's done very well
0: dang dang good it's a good ass game I mean I like I said I didn't know about the game beforehand and I it's it's become it's probably gonna be like on um, like I don't have I don't make game of the year lists because I think they're silly but if I did make game of the year lists like I that would be on my list um mm-hmm. just because my game of the year lists just kind of end up being games I've played <laughs> like Video games I've played list, <laughs> but uh, uh, but no, it's it's just solid. Like the gameplay is so much fun, and and it fe- it like it feels good to jump, you know, like and that's always good when you have a game that's mostly jumping and hitting things with your sword. Um, the fact that it feels good to jump and hit things with your sword is a is a good thing.
1: It has the it feels punchy when you mm-hmm. hit stuff mm-hmm. it feels punchy like like it gives you that that little bit of screen shake yeah and it, it feels like you really hit something
0: the only
1: it's it's responsive yeah. that's what i there we go yeah
0: the only gripe i have and it's not a gripe so much as it is it jarred me initially was that like when you get hit it like mutes the game audio for a hot second Yeah. Because, like, I didn't know what was going on, and I thought my Switch was having a problem. Oh, God. I was like, oh, no. Like, have I... Did I do something? Did I I drop it at some point?
1: (laughs) You broke your Switch.
0: That's what I thought. And so that's why I was just, like, momentarily concerned. Like, you gotta warn me, game, if you're gonna play with the audio like that. Um, But other than that, like, that was... Like, once you got used to it, then it was fine. But it was just initially, Mm -hmm. like, frightening. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Can I talk about the character, de- or can we talk about the character design of this game? Yeah. Because I love all the little side characters that you run into throughout the game. Um, I think they're all so cool, and they're all designed, like... Just, you know, they're designed differently enough that they all feel like they're the same species. Like, they're all these, like, bug-like creatures, you know, or whatever. Mm -hmm. But they all have, like, these really great personalities. I ran into this one the other day that I hope I see her again, because she was really cool. She was, like, a big buff warrior lady, and she was, like, on a bridge, like she was like digging through a bridge and then she popped up and she was like hello and I was like oh I love you
1: <laughs> and I don't
0: remember her name and I feel bad that I don't remember her name but um but no that was like like just the the way that they're able to make it very um actually and actually especially with that character um and, and maybe I'm I'm stereotyping the the sort of voice I, I I I think they referred I think she's referred to with with she pronouns so that's why I'm, I'm doing that and this might be part of my bad memory but like the build of her character is like very you know sort of um like very broad-shouldered very like large and you don't see that a lot in in female characters which i thought was like really cool um you usually like, normally you get like the the sort of very like you know, slender, athletic female characters. So to get like a very mm-hmm. sort of beefy and tough, um, you know, bug lady was really was really neat. I thought, um, but yeah, just like the variety of design while keeping them all feeling like they're they're part of the same um, species or you know similar species was really cool.
1: Yeah, this game, the the artist Ari Gibson. Has done did, just did a fantastic job with this game. Mm-hmm. Like between uh, him as the main artist and like uh, William Pellin, who was the other designer on this game, they did a fantastic job. Just, just even just like like the boss designs for this game.
0: Yeah,
1: um, who who feels so towering compared to you? Mm-hmm. As like this little knight, and these guys are like gigantic beetles with like yeah. giant hammers, or who do who do butt stomps and stuff at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, 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 there was a hard to find a part of this game that didn't make me say oh wow like you know like get excited about just like looking at it
0: yeah yeah it, it's just the way that they even like even when a boss is like frustrating it's still really um i don't think it ever there's never there was never a point where it felt like it was unfair you know, it was mm-hmm. more like, "Oh, I have I haven't figured out the rhythm yet," or "Or I'm missing something. Um, I need to figure out how to do this." It never felt. I, there was never like a moment where I was like, "Oh, that was cheap." You know, it was like a cheap death um, when mm-hmm. I when I lost or something. Um, and and the fact that you, they use like a badge system or a charm system, I, I call them badges because that's what they always were called in Paper Mario, and and that was like the mm-hmm. first game I ever played that had the sort of like you have points and you have little charms that give you extra abilities or extra power ups, uh, and and so they're always they're always going to be badges for me, but y- the fact that there's different kinds of those, so you can sort of figure out how you play and pick badges that. Uh, help that. Like, I got a badge that's like you get two extra hit points basically. Uh, every mm-hmm. time you rest at a bench, and I'm like, okay, I'm really bad at this game and I keep getting hit by stuff. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take that one. You know, it it, it the game lets you pick how you want to play it to some extent, which is good.
1: Mm-hmm. No, this is this was this was a great game. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we picked this up and did this for the show. Mm-hmm. Um. I would definitely recommend this. Like, this is a definite, definite like pick this up type of game. Yeah. Um, there's another free update coming. Uh, we don't know if there's more coming after that. Um, but definitely, shout out to Team Cherry for doing this game and just kicking ass with this. Like, like, and it's it, it sucks because we compared it to Shovel Knight earlier the way they're doing the release schedule for this because I, I hate to compare companies like that. Right. But. When you, you know, when you think of a game that does stuff like this, Shovel Knight's the main one that comes to mind yeah. because of how successful that game was, like, there's still one more update coming to that game, I think, at the end of this year, beginning well, of next year, well, it's, like, I the think, final too, so is of to thing game? of
0: It's, it's, it's less of a comparison and more of just, like, a, like a, hey, oh, wow, you're still kind of nursing this thing. Um, and so I guess it's a comparison in, in, in that sense, but not in any type of detrimental sense it's just that dedication i think is really admirable and if you're like i want to say too like if you you don't like if you were turned off by this game because you heard someone call like it's like dark souls no the comparison is minimal yeah it's it's basically just like the one thing which is the the fact that you can like like the fact that dark souls has that like souls system that soul system where you can like kill the guy that killed you and get your health or get your points back or whatever or your money and i don't know what it is in dark souls so i'm talking out of my ass your souls yeah <laughs> um it, that's really it you know and and it gets it gets trickier but you also get abilities as you play the game like metroid where it's like oh now you can dash now you can do this that there's always that moment that I love when you get a new ability and then you go back to an area you were at before and you couldn't go through it. And
1: then it's
0: like, now you can go through it. And that is like the most satisfying feeling. Like when you can go back to an area where it's like, Oh, I there's spikes all over here. I would need a triangle jump. And then you get the Mm -hmm. triangle jump ability and you're like, I can go back to that area and I can do the thing, you know?
1: a real good game also i love
0: all the little worms are really cute
1: they are was very cute
0: they make the cutest noises and when they make this so there are there are worms that you can like basically rescue or whatever and then they go home and then you get money from doing that but like you always hear like you'll hear them in the screen that you're on if you like can rescue one on that screen but the noise that they make if they see you and get excited and then you don't Break them out like they make it the saddest, like, and it just breaks my heart. (laughs) They're so cute, it's real good. It is, it's real
1: good.
0: Video games are good, Kev. (laughs) Kev, have you considered the fact that video games are good? I have.
1: <laughs> and I agree. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I don't know. How far did you get in the game, Kev?
1: Uh I really can't tell, honestly. A okay. ton a ton of boss fights in this game. I haven't finished it yet.
0: Yeah.
1: And so the, and the, the thing is like you can this is one of those games like you can finish it without doing everything. Sure. So I mean if I can find the end of it, I'll go for it, but I've just been enjoying the ride, honestly.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's a really cool mystery aspect to it, I feel like, um, where you kind of don't really know the identity of the character that you're playing. Um, Uh And you kind of... There's, like, some gradual... Gradually, things are being hinted at um, in terms of your connection to, like, this world that was sort of sealed away. Um, Uh The Hollow Nest or hollow west whatever it is i don't i never read it right so i don't know what it's called um that's less of a game problem and more of a me problem um, <laughs> but i really like the fact that there's kind of this like ambiguity to what exactly you're doing you know like mm-hmm. you're going down and you're delving this area but why like what are what's your mm-hmm. goal um, and you run into characters who seem to kind of know who you are. Like that one there's like another knight character who also has like a um a nail weapon and like, okay, what's the story there? Um uh-huh. and and I really kinda like that you you really just have incentive to explore, uh, and, and figure it out for yourself rather than it being very linear. You know, very like, Oh, okay, I have to go to the temple to do the thing and then i gotta go to the city like i gotta do this it's it's just very like nah man go for it like figure out what ways open with the new abilities that you get and then keep going um and the story kind of unravels before you rather than you being guided by it Mm -hmm. which i think is cool and i love like a near i love like linear ass stories like don't get me wrong like there's nothing wrong with that uh i just i just think it's cool that the way they do it for this
1: yeah. I I feel like this game would have like with it's fine with the na- with a little bit of narrative that it has. Oh.
0: Kev, you cut. Co- oh you okay. I, you cut out for okay, a second. Okay. Ready? ready? Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. Okay, we're good.
1: Three, two, one. Yeah, no, it's this game is honestly fine with the little bit of narrative that it has. So, yeah, uh, that's, that's Hollow Knight.
0: That's Hollow Knight.
1: Uh, I'd buy it. Emily.
0: <laughs> what?
1: Where can people find you on the internet? Oh,
0: God. Okay. I didn't know you we were doing this yet. was he ready. <laughs> um, you can find me on the internet uh, at Corrupted Gem on Twitter. I have a comic called Steamed Veggies that you can find at veggies at artfulhypothesis.com. And you can listen to my other podcast, Guilty Treasures, in which we, uh, me and my co-host Anne, interview people about things that they like but don't get a really chance to talk about very often. Uh, We'll have, by the time this goes up, our third episode will go up, which is uh, all about, our guest talks about the Blue Lantern Corps, which is really cool. And we have some very fun episodes lined up for August. Uh, they're already recorded, so I'm very excited for those to come out. So you can find that uh, on whatever podcatcher of choice. It's called, it's called Guilty Treasures, um, and you can find it on Twitter at TreasuresCast. Nice. Kev, where can, yes. where can people find you on the internet?
1: Oh boy, are you ready for this? you ready for this long ass list? (laughs) You can find me at Kev Bobbitt on Twitter. That's my main Twitter account. You can hear me talk about how awful cargo shorts are. You went on on. such a a
0: weird rant about cargo shorts the other day.
1: (laughs) I look, look. I, 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 I'm not gonna talk about it here, yeah. but I think cargo shorts are like the worst look for men ever. That's it's, fair. Unless you're going, unless you're going hiking. I just, I, I don't.
0: I mean, like, I not, understand, but also, it's just like such a weird thing to get angry about.
1: I just, it, I'm not angry about it. I just like, it's, it's just like, just, I don't like cargo shorts at all. I okay. just don't. <laughs> Who needs that many pockets on a regular basis? On a, on a random Tuesday, why do you need? An extra two pockets on your pants.
0: What if you're going to the movies and you want to put a thing of snow caps in your pocket?
1: Go go with somebody that has a purse. <laughs> um, but you can find me at Kev Bobbit where I talk about shit like that all the time. Uh, I talk about my girlfriend a lot, so you got to deal with that. <laughs> uh, you can also find me on my other podcast, which is one of my other podcasts. Uh, my main one is Shonen Trash. I do with my buddy Vince and his girlfriend, well, his fiance Lauren. Uh, that show actually just came back. Our first episode in like a month and a half released this this Wednesday. Uh, we did it on Akira for the 30th anniversary, uh, which is one of our favorite anime films of all time. And you can also find me on. Need Salt, which is a show I also do with Vince, and our buddy Bryant, um, who are both chefs. And we talk about the food industry and, like, weird food trends. Um, we just had an episode released uh, as of this recording, like, the, the morning of this recording. Um, where we recorded a very, like, serious episode where we talked about, um, like, mental health issues in the food industry, which was, you know, the episode goes out to Anthony Bourdain, who, you know, sadly took his life last month. Um, but that episode went out to him um, from that. And we got to talk about personal experience with the industry and what it does to people and what we've seen it do to people and how, you know, Bourdain was such a big advocate for mental health and things like that in the industry. Mm-hmm. And we got to see the outcome of people not getting it. So we'd like, you know, for that to change, honestly. Uh, but that was a really heavy episode, so it's it's a it's a great episode that we did, but it's a very heavy episode yeah. for us. Um, so check that out. You can find those at Shonen Trashcast on any podcatcher and Need saltcast on any podcatcher that you use.
0: Hell yeah.
1: Oh, and uh shout out to, to Mellow, oh, who yes. did the intro and outro for our podcast. Uh, completely new track for us. It's fantastic. It slaps, man. Please, it's so good. Please go go check out his last music, Tokyoto, which is a huge tribute to the Jet Set Radio Series. And he has a new album coming out really soon called Return to the Soul, I believe it is. Um, don't quote me exactly on that, but he's, he has pre-orders up for that right now in his band camp that you can pick up. Uh, he released, I think, two tracks from it, and they're fantastic so far oh, yeah. so definitely check that out shout out to two thank you thank you thank you so much for doing these tracks mm-hmm. for us
0: um and if you are listening to this and you want to suggest a game uh that we could play uh you can email us at bonus stagecast at gmail.com uh ideally pc or switch would be the best in terms of platforms just because of accessibility on girls end but uh you know we'll we'll basically look at any suggestion um and you know maybe play it for the show and talk about it
1: and if you have any ideas for people who this this is a very far-fetched one please don't don't throw out any ideas that would just be you know us shouting into the wind um if you have any ideas for like guests people you'd want to you know hear on this like if there's like an indie company you'd love us to talk to about their game or something like that let us know again. Just shoot us an email to thebonustagecast at gmail Or
0: if you're and an indie we'll company, definitely,
1: yeah, if you're an, if you're an indie dev and you listen to this and you'd love to talk about your game on the show, yeah. please, I would love to hear you talk about your game. Pitch your game to me. Yes,
0: I want. I really want this to be a place where people can be enthusiastic about the stuff that they make because, like, we're very, I think, enthusiastic and positive. Um, I mean, not without criticism sometimes, obviously with, with the games we talk about and the industry, but I want this to be really, a really positive platform. And, and I think like, if you are a dev listening to this and you want to be like, Hey, yeah, like check out my game and talk about it. Like I would, like, we would love to have you on. We would love to talk to you. That would be so cool. Um, so yeah, just like get in contact with us. That would be dope as hell. Definitely. Um, we still don't have a sign off
1: nope that's nope nope we don't we do that we start asking twitter for sign-offs every time we do
0: we should or we could just be it can just be like an awkward ramble into a sign-off every single time like this that's our sign-off so So, uh until next time goodbye (laughs) bye guys bye